like Tim Tebow more than any professional athlete ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so him retiring brings happiness to my heart uh, that I can't describe. The Mets did it during a bad time. Mm-hmm. They said, let's make this like little mini Cirque du Soleil thing yeah. and have this guy be on screen do it like playing baseball for us. But he was an atrocity from the jump. Um, he never really played well. And it just always seemed like going back to every moment since he got done at the University of Florida has just been to get attention. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, for sure. hey, Tim, we think you should switch to, to another position. No, I am absolutely a QB. And if I'm not a QB, I am an outfielder in baseball. What? what? Yeah. Like, you you were in the NFL. You had enough physical talent to be in the NFL. You could have played a number of positions, played a, a utility role that, that had you a career as a winning player, as a leadership. But you know what he really liked? He didn't want to be a football team leader. He wanted to be a quarterback who everybody had to listen to. Because mm-hmm. when you're the QB, whether you're a captain or not, like every QB is a captain of their team. Like, it's, it's just a situation where you don't have a choice. The guy has such control over everything that happens on the field mm-hmm. that by de facto he's in charge, yeah. right? So Tim Tebow went to one of the most talented rosters in, in college, got to play a, 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 an in-between role as a freshman, wins the national championship Chris League quarterback, mm-hmm. right? Then two years later, they win another championship. He's the QB. Everything's great. He gets overdrafted end of the first round is so bad as a QB and the team wins he leaves they win a Super Bowl bring in Peyton Manning who can barely throw the football anymore like by the time they won the Super Bowl mm-hmm. the team looks completely different they're a legendary team that's the only reason he was any good but he won't do it so he goes to baseball and the Mets like let this happen yeah and it's like to me it's a stain on like the 2010s is that Tim Tebow was allowed to play baseball for the New York Mets. Mm-hmm. So I know you have the stats. Like let, let's let's hear let's hear lifetime numbers baseball player Tim Tebow. Okay. So Tim Tebow, how many seasons was it? Uh one, two, so three three seasons. He batted total 223 with a 638 OPS, 18 home runs. 210 hits. Uh, let's see what else. How many times did he strike out? K's. 327. He struck out <laughs> 50% more than he hit the ball. That's 327 K's in only 287 games. So, this goes back to other stuff that we've had conversations about with the minor league system. I'm actually stoked that the minor leagues have shrunk. 
and that there's less teams Mm -hmm. because it's taking more talented players, consolidating them together. So the actual product is going to be better. The other thing it's going to do is it's going to get rid of guys who should no longer be playing baseball. Right? There's a lot of guys who are like, oh, yeah, I play in the minors. And they're 25 years old, and they're batting 175, but they're a catcher. Mm -hmm. And the organization's like, we have great pitchers. We want an old guy who catches because you've been doing it so long, you'll frame pitches nice for him. It's a bull Durham thing. And you and, – well, bull, yeah. that dude at least played. Like, yeah. he at least was a dude at some <laughs> right. point, right? Like, yeah. they, they asked him to do this – like, take one for the team. Yeah. <laughs> this is different. There are guys who think they're really, really good baseball players, and they are. When you look at them relative right, to the norm of things. But they shouldn't be professionals, Yeah. right? Even when the guys are like independent league, like depending on the indie league you're in, like this is this is like semi pro. Yeah. Like you're Will Ferrell and semi pro. Like come on, man, you're it's entertainment yeah. more than it's you being a professional at the game. Right. So you're you're gonna get more stuff. But having so many leagues, Tim Tebow being in it showed you how little baseball cares about development and players. Yep. And we we talked about this with the how the Rays. The Rays are out here developing tons of talent, trading for guys, making these people into great players, consistently putting a good team out, even though salary isn't always one of the top in the league. Mm-hmm. They're doing it crushing the development side, right? They're doing the right thing. Yep. With all these, these, with having Tim Tebow and the Mets, like, how can the Mets even remotely justify to me that they were doing the right thing to put a winner on the field? You weren't. No. So now that means that you're, there are guys who are in your organization that we all can know for fact are only there because you're doing a favor for somebody, right? Yeah. And as much as it's like when you are when you hear like dads like, oh, my, my kid's 13, you coach, has it out for him. Like that's not real. Mm-hmm. If your kid was a guy, he'd be playing. Sometimes a kid's on a really, really good team. He doesn't get as much time as he thinks he deserves. And when he is offered that opportunity, he shows. Mm-hmm. But that's when you're on really, really heavy, high-end elite teams. Yeah. When you're looking in the minor leagues and you have guys who are – there are so many dudes who don't deserve to be there. But I'm doing a favor for this coach by taking his guy in. He's going to give me some access to something else, some piece of information, something good out there. Mm-hmm. right? Tim Tebow playing for the Mets going to sell tickets. Yep. It gives us PR, puts us out there, gives us all this other stuff, right? There's nothing that made your minor league team better by him being there. Yep. And guys will say, oh, well, you know, Russell Wilson. Russ goes and he plays. He goes and he, he spends time. Mm-hmm. He got traded. Did he get traded to the Yankees? Yes. Right? Like, <laughs> but, why, but he knows why that is. He was a really good player. Mm-hmm. He's not a professional baseball player. But... He brings a winning mentality, and he's there because he gets to talk to those guys, and they get to be around him. He can get something for himself out of it mm-hmm. that fulfills his soul, yeah. and they get the benefit of a guy who is elite at something doing it. Tim Tebow wasn't an elite quarterback. What's the benefit of bringing him in? Yeah, like yep. it, it just you're you. I think you you made a power vacuum where he had too much control and too much focus mm-hmm. in the organization and that probably stunted the growth of other people. Yep. 
It takes it bats away from a kid who might have been good. Because they actually like poured time into trying to make Tim Tebow into an actual player. And I totally agree with you. Like they, there was there was someone in there who actually might have been great, but didn't get to have that conversation with whatever coach, and he lost out, and maybe he got cut, maybe he got sent down, whatever. And the Mets lost out on that because they spent time on a show. I mean, go go go, real deal. Like Kalenic gets traded for Cano and everybody else. Mm-hmm. That's somebody who needed more bat somewhere else. But you couldn't give it to him because there was a pipeline of stuff. So he's now playing in a league that he probably shouldn't have been in. So now you guys don't have a true grade on him. Now he leaves and he's like the number three prospect of baseball. Yeah. yeah right? Like he's 21, number, number three prospect in the entire game. And you traded him away for Robinson Cano. And two bad years from Edwin Diaz. Well, Edwin was fine last year. He had one bad year. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So like that... That, that didn't work out, and it's because your minor league system was trash. And this goes back to organizations and teams wondering, how do we get more out of this? Mm-hmm. You know, if you have a young player who's really, really good, put him in the show. Don't play the games. Yeah. Get your good guy in there, because the faster you get him out of the minors, the faster you can find out who you have who might also be good. But if you have a situation where you're forcing a guy down and playing a worse player to hold on to arbitration years and to do all this, you're t- you, you are you are making Dom Smith not get at bats, yeah, because Pete Alonso exists, and now both guys are stunted because you're playing a game. So I'm happy that they let Pete go that year mm-hmm. because it actually opened up the door for both of them to play and become successful. Yep. So pushing guys to the majors makes teams more successful. Yes. It lets your homegrown. And if a guy stinks and he's not good, cool. Trade him. Give another guy the chance to work his way up through the organization. Yeah. Be willing to pay these guys and cut out their arbitration years. Yep. And you're going to have a better product consistently. Yep. But instead somebody, we play these games. Somebody who did that last year, and I was, su- I was hyped about it. Uh, the White Sox brought up this lefty guy, Garrett Crochet. That was 101 absolute monster. And they drafted him that year, brought him right through the system, and I think it was great. I remember talking to somebody about who, who also had that kind of high ceiling through gas, and they said that spending so much time in the minors, it gave them like mental blocks because they, they were like, I have so far to go. There's so much work to be done. When you were talking with when, when Pat Light. Yes. Right? Yes. Pat so, Light said the same thing about his career. Yep. Right? First, first round pick, through gas, was a stud, but by being forced into the minors, you stopped making progress. And you lost confidence. You yep. felt like there was this big chasm yeah. between you and the top. And I feel like now with everything crushing, more guys have that chance to come through. Yep. So cool. I agree with you. You know, letting a guy like that come up and throw gas, Tatis being up young and doing stuff, Vlad Guerrero Jr. being up, and he had great times, and then he had times where he wasn't as good. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. That's every player. Exactly. Like, ba- baseball is so, like, if you don't kill it your first time. Like, years ago, you know, you, we've talked about Sean Nolan. Yeah. For those who don't know Sean, you guys can look up his career to some degree online. Um, Sean was one of the top prospects in Toronto's organization. At the same time where they had Stroman was coming up, um, they had a few other guys who, who were really good pitchers. They, they had a future pitching staff was great. And... Sean had a triple-A year. He threw two, uh, like a 270 RA, striking out better than a batter in inning. He was great. He gets called up to the show, and he gets one start with Toronto. And 
before the game, he is talking to the coaching staff about the players. And the player they talk about is J.J. Harden. Mm -hmm. And they say, don't throw off speed down, right? Don't do it. Don't throw an off speed pitch to try to get him to swing and miss. He's got a golf swing. He'll, he'll, he'll pimp it. Mm -hmm. So I think it was like the second or the third inning, bases are loaded. Sean's first start ever. And his catcher calls an off-speed pitch low. Now, the unwritten rules of baseball that you learn through the minor league system yeah. is if you're a rookie making your first start, do you shake off a veteran player? Heck no. You listen. You do yeah. your job. Yeah. So he doesn't shake him off. Mm -hmm. Throws the pitch. J.J. Hardy golfs it two inches off the ground. Into the stands, Grand Slam, Infinity ERA, see you later, bye. Gets traded for Josh Donaldson, right? And the Josh Donaldson traded with Oakland. Right. Career has ups and downs, everything else. I stand by today, I've seen other pro guys. He's just as good as a guy like Rick Porcello. Mm -hmm. He's just as good as some of these guys who get contracts. But because the system is broken on development, right, and expectation – and guys want you to do it now, but they don't want to make you good. They Nobody wants to take responsibility that they made you this. Right. It's on the player. Yep. So now the player can't control themselves. And I think having a smaller minor league system will make it that the coaches and the development staff get out of their own way. Definitely. I think it's good to, to have, like you said, to be able to cut down on, to cut down the fluff of the, the, the fringe guys and really be able to focus on your core and see who really is a guy and take them to the next level. And then when you get the Indy Leagues, right, they'll get better. So you have organizations like in the Atlantic League, which has got really, really good baseball, mm -hmm. really good products. They're going to get players who were 24-year-old double-A guys who they don't ask back who still want to play. And they're going to pay that guy $3,000 a month to play baseball part-time. That's a really good living for that guy. He gets to be a, a semi-pro guy in this indie league, make some money. But then the, the, the thing is, is now you're getting real at-bats and you have less pressure. Maybe you become the guy that you thought you were going to be. And that's a better system. Privatize the development and separate it. Make your minor league system about true development. And then get rid of all the guys that you're just floating through. Yeah. And... and the game will be better for it. Yeah, and you know what's interesting about that too? Like some of those guys who you said, like they go to the the indie league, it's a little more relaxed, less pressure, and those guys really shine. And then they find their way and they get picked up, and now they're going to the league. You've yep. seen it a million times. Yeah, and I, and I think that's a that's a great way to do it too. Yeah, you know, and I, I hope that that that's what happens. Yeah, because I think the game of baseball will grow if you have organization. These indie league teams have better players, right? Yeah. If they're consistently putting a better product out on the field. More people will go to them. More people go to them. More people are interested in baseball, and the more people that are interested in baseball, the more money there will be for everybody else at the top, right? So make the game better by not just putting somebody in Siberia and hoping they develop. Absolutely, I love that. Baseball lifestyle. It's my lifestyle. <laughs>